You are listening to the Stalking Dead podcast, where we zombie walk our way through all things The Walking Dead. On this, our premiere episode, we take a look at the season 8 premiere, a Fear the Walking Dead crossover, and much, much more with a very special guest. This is the Stalking Dead podcast. I am your host, Troy L. Smith. We are not affiliated with the AMC series, but we sure are obsessed with it. And of course, you can check out all of our content at cleveland.com backslash walking hyphen dead. And of course, we are going to get to the season eight premiere, which was action packed from Sunday night. But I thought we had to introduce our first special guest. And we have a lot of people stopping by this season for the Stalking Dead podcast, but I don't know if any are more amazing, spectacular, lovely. It is my wife, Mrs. Smith. Yes, Katie, thank you. Welcome. That was uh, the nicest thing you've said since our vows. Thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Welcome to the Stalking Dead podcast. Remember, you enter the Stalking Dead podcast, you risk your life. <laughs> well, I'm very happy to be here because, as we all know, I'm a bit obsessed. And we should tell people that, you know, part of the appeal of you being the first guest is that our entire marriage is based on the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> no, it's one of the first things we, we bonded over. We're mm-hmm. both fans of the show. Yep. Fans of zombie movies. Um, I didn't find out till after we were married that you think you like the Dawn of the Dead remake, which oh. is great, but you like it better than the original, which would have Absolutely. been a deal breaker for me well, had I known. There are certain things you need to keep under your belt until yeah. after there's a I contract understand. in place. Yes. <laughs> so before we get to season eight, because you know the premiere, everyone's talking about it. It was action packed. Seems like we're set for a pretty active season. Something we haven't had in a few seasons. We're going. I'm going to ask you three questions. So this kind of harks back to season four of The Walking Dead, where Rick would ask someone three questions before uh-huh. they joined the group. His three questions were. Uh, how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed, and why? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask you that. I don't want to be accomplished to what you've done. <laughs> what I'm going to ask you are my own three questions. At first, it's pretty easy. Okay, well, we will ask these we'll of all see. our guests. We'll see. All our guests will will have to take these on. First is is simple. Who is your favorite character on The Walking Dead, and why? Ooh, that's a hard one because it's a lot easier to tell you who my least favorite characters are. Yeah, we'll are. get to that. <laughs> you know, we know you have a long list. I would have to say, I mean, I hate to be cliche about it, but I love Rick. I I love Lamp, and I yeah. love Rick. So, what is it about Rick? Is it just he's a leader? He's vulnerable, but he doesn't let that get in his way. He's uh, certainly not perfect, but he's totally fine with admitting that to everybody. So. That and he's not whiny. Oh my god, I'm so sick of all the whiners on this show. So, Rick has my um, gold star of approval. Do you like your Rick with a beard? Do you like your clean shave Rick? Beard, scruff. I don't. I mean, oh, groom, he, he groom got stubble. real gross for a little while there. <laughs> but I like a good, a good stubble, a good like week or two's growth. But that clean shaven stuff, it's got to go. Okay, the the next question. <clears throat> Anyone in your life? You, you know, friends, foes, teachers, exes, whoever, in the history of your life, you could turn one person into a walker, who would it be? 
I'm assuming this is a bad thing, but hey. If you do I have to know this person personally, or can I? Yes, like... it has to be somebody personal, because otherwise we're going to get a lot of, you know, answers with Donald Trump or something well, like that. Quite frankly, that's where my mind was. Someone in the history of your <laughs> life. Oh my God, that's a terrible decision to make. Uh, I guess um, there was this bully in middle school who made fun of me a lot for having red hair. I have beautiful red hair, by the way, everybody. Um, so yeah, Jesse, t- go f- yourself. You are like just absolutely the worst. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick your ex-boyfriend. No, he's so sad. He's oh, not. Wow. I mean, wow. poor guy. He's pretty skinny too. Is it, well, he might not do well as a walker. Yeah. All right, last question. Now, this is your Morgan moment. Now, if we go mm-hmm. back to the season premiere, <laughs> or, I'm sorry, the series premiere, the first episode of Walking uh-huh. Dead, Morgan was faced with one of the most emotional moments. He had his wife, who had been turned to a walker, dead to rights, in the line of sight. He mm-hmm. had the rifle on her, and he didn't pull the trigger. And as you know, Morgan would come to regret that as his wife, the walker version, wound up killing his son. Yes, yeah, she um, did. If you were faced with that moment, the person, your, your love, your significant other, and obviously the, this question has very significant <laughs> connotations between us. Try not to look you know, in the eyes right now. Would you pull the trigger? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't hesitate. Because, I mean, what kind of life is that? You're going around eating brains, eating bellies. Like, that's just that's disgusting. And then I'm putting myself at risk. I'm putting our son at risk. It's too much. Listen. I'm not going to disagree with your answer. <laughs> it just would have been nice if you hesitated a little bit. Well... It was a quick response. I, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. I've thought about all of my loved ones who I would very, very quickly uh, shoot in the head if I needed to. Right. Post-zombie, you know, forming. Not pre. Yeah. <laughs> it, it hurts. Like, I gotta tell you, it bites. Well, you, well, you wouldn't shoot me. You would shoot me. I would Come think on. heavily about it. You would not. You know, um, maybe I'd have you in a barn, Herschel style. You know, collect people. I'm not. I'm not into that. I <laughs> I would be real fine with you just shooting me right away, stabbing me in the temple, oh whatever you gotta do. Speaking of shooting, a lot of guns blazing in the season eight premiere <laughs> Sunday night. Um, season eight. Now, obviously, this is the all-out war storyline from the comic book, so we expected a lot of action. Um, the premiere didn't disappoint, and I thought that it gave us a taste of what this storyline is going to be. Supposedly, the all-out war, which is Rick, the king, Rick's people at Alexandria, the kingdom, and the hilltop taking on Negan, the saviors, and of course the scavengers. Ugh, those guys who are with uh, bad haircut Jadis and company are with the they saviors. They are the worst. Um, what did you think of the premiere? It was action packed, and and do you think it, it kind of sets the stage for a proper adaptation of the All Out War storyline? I hope so because I'm a big fan of the um, graphic novels, and if I love it when they follow them. Well, you read closely. the graphic novels, but they're all that's a collection of the comic book. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to upset the comic book nerds out there. Like, what Pardon. is she talking about? I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, I didn't. I this is the only comic book slash graphic novel that I read. So well, there's people who buy every single copy. I do not. I wait yes. until they come out. Wait for Christmas and <laughs> here's your present for me. Um, I mean, quite frankly, I think one word to describe the episode was kind of like breathless. You just it, you just kind of you're either holding your breath or you can feel yourself running out of breath because there's either these long moments of suspense or 
you know, just like one thing happening after another and you don't know what's coming next. So I would say that um, if they could stick close to the comics, that'd be super awesome because A, I like to know what's going to happen. And um, just like when they killed Glenn, like if they mess up a storyline that's so simple but so like perfect, then, I mean, then why is the show even calling itself The Walking Dead at that point? Well, I think, too, a lot of, there's been a lot of talk from people who watch the series, critics. Um, this could be, this is the comeback season. I think it's overplayed a little bit. The Walking Dead's still massively popular, the biggest show on cable, on Game of Thrones. Um, so I don't know if it needs a it, comeback season. But there's been some struggles, some ups and downs, you know, with character building, separating I characters. Got, I got bored last season. I'm not going to lie. I rewatched last season, and I enjoyed it. And you could see where it was all going. So this kind of feels like this culmination of a lot of events that happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Um, and, and and I thought the action, you know, the plan, I enjoyed the plan that Rick and his team had. You know, take out the, the, the out, what do they call them? The, uh, outposts. The outposts. Mm-hmm. Take those out. Well, I mean. Use the walkers to your advantage. No, people don't use the walkers enough. I know. We need more walkers. Where's Michonne, who's, you know, our little gut, her Oh, with the, 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 chain, the chain gang, the rope. She should be, like, at the head of this being like, hey, guys, everybody needs two walkers. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, no, I thought that was really smart. I actually really appreciated that out of the episode. And, I mean, who doesn't love a good series of explosions? Although it was a little, like, you weren't really sure how it was really going to work to their advantage for a little bit. Right, you know, and then one of the things is one of the most polarizing characters. In the comic book, I think Negan might be the most popular character or most fun to, to follow. He's great in the comic. And I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is great casting of him. Mm-hmm. But the writing and the use of Negan might have been a little too much. And it, it was... So many bad dad jokes. Oh, my God. And you yeah. also look at... <laughs> You know, it was a lot of Negan just swinging his bat around. I don't want, you know, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> of, you know, just how much can you punish Rick and make look, Rick look pathetic up until a certain point? How many times would you see Rick with tears and snot all over his face? Yeah, that's not my favorite version of Rick. That's no. a clean shaven. <laughs> no one's favorite version of anyone. Blow your nose, man. We don't, we don't need to see that. Come on. Uh, Suck it up. But Rick, obviously, this episode, go mode. You know, he's back to the dictatorship, focused, angry, got Daryl by his side. This is how we like our Rick Ryan. So back to Negan. What do you think of Negan heading into this now? Because now Negan's vulnerable. Rick is obviously his equal. He's, you know, Negan's saviors are in trouble and Rick has the upper hand. Well, Negan's never faced opposition like this before. He's always, like, come up against people who are like, we're not going to listen to you. And then he kills them. And it doesn't work this time around because Rick is very, um, like, I wouldn't say he's made peace with the fact that his friends are all going to die. But he's kind of fine with it when it happens. Like, he gets pissed, and it certainly is a motivator for him. But he's not going to risk the entire community just to save um, one person at the hands of Negan. Like, he... he well, and actually, that's... Aside from that's, his kids. Well, aside from his kids. And actually, you know, that's probably a too bold of a statement, because I'm sure he would. But at the same time... He's not going to fall into that trap, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He's not going to let Negan manipulate him in that way 
and um and Negan just I don't think he I don't think he knows what to do like without that manipulation factor I mean that's why he walks around with a stupid bat that he named Lucille well you know it's interesting when you dig in to the Negan backstory good read online or a special uh limited release was here's Negan uh giving his backstory and I think the show is going to touch on some of that uh probably soon but as we see Negan at the end of this episode he has he hasn't lost but he's hiding you know this is the first time he's sort of cowering and yeah. we find him with Father Gabriel because who wouldn't <laughs> the want the other coward on the show who wouldn't want to be stuck with a priest at the time of the zombie apocalypse yeah. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it. First, a quick question. Do you think he will kill Father Gabriel? No. No. Is it, is it is it too much even for Negan to kill a priest? I don't... No. I don't think so. <laughs> not at all. But I don't think he's going to kill Father Gabriel because it doesn't serve a purpose for him. I could see him using Gabriel as a shield of some sort or a distraction. Like, wow. I, But I don't think... Gabriel's getting a bat to the head. Little does he know that no one cares to do anything to save Father Gabriel. It's like the, the bargaining chip no one wants to have. It's Father Gabriel. Uh, you know. That's like the last person like, you want to be stuck with. Oh, you know? God. He's just the worst. I think, you know, I wonder if this is going to be kind of that, them being stuck together. I wonder if this might be a window into Negan's backstory. You mean... Would we have a come to Jesus? A with, confession. With Negan? When Negan's wow. last confession 20 years ago, whatever Hey-o. it was. Um, Father Gabriel, I do like that they finally mm-hmm. give Father Gabriel a little something. You yeah. Know, he was kind of, for a while there, he was this character just off in the background. Yeah, he went a little cuckoo for a little while. Yeah, still going strong with the, the priest collar. And, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing. One character that really wasn't interesting, but more so... Owning that role of the most annoying character on the Walking Dead, previously held by the likes of Lori, Andrea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think Glenn was annoying before he died? Boo. Um, Rosita has that honor now. She's that title, and maybe that means she'll die soon. They left her behind at you know the safe zone. She wasn't a participant. Whiny little brat. Like, oh my god, I didn't go to get to go to the homecoming dance because I had to sweep the floors or something you know Cinderella let me give you in the defense of Rosita <laughs> lovely Rosita a lot uh, of people like Rosita I'm not I'm she was ditched Rosita. by Abraham for Sasha that was a bummer then ditched by Sasha on the original the initial attack with <clears> those two on the yeah, sanctuary that was a bummer um then just angry Eugene left her <sighs> you know Rosita they killed Spencer her uh her sex buddy if yeah, you will. Yeah. She got gutted. Then she fired a gun at Negan that hit Lucille. A bullet hit Lucille. I mean... How do you miss that shot? Yeah, uh, that good like five question. Feet. Also, isn't she a sharpshooter or something? So... Are we done with Rosita at this point? I really, really hope so. I hope she either goes and joins Team Negan or just runs away, gets eaten, shot in the head. I don't care. I'm sick of her storyline. It's taking up precious time that could be allotted to, like... I don't know. I'd rather see Michonne. I'd rather see Morgan. I'd rather see pretty much anybody else. They they do have a lot of they have a lot of interesting characters at this point, and I think that what happens is people tend to get lost in the shuffle. Um, You know, but they found ways for people. They they push the issue with Tara. Tara, So maybe maybe something's coming for Rosita. Um, We should dive into the thing that most people are going to be talking about. The 
the, the old man Rick visions. Now, this was teased in the Comic-Con trailer at the end. We saw Rick waking up, gray yeah. beard, a cane near his bed. It, I think it's all tomfoolery. I think it's trickery. Well, the thing is, though, in the comic book, there is a, Rick gets older. Um, yes. There's not such a massive change where this looks like he's somebody's grandfather all of a sudden. But they We're carry like this. Idea. They carry these scenes throughout the first premiere episode, and we get to this point where there's an older Judith who's somewhere between the age of eight and ten, um, who's who's here now. So, and and a lot of people are wondering: Are these visions? Is Rick dreaming? Uh, did he get knocked unconscious, or are these re- a real time jump that is coming at some point, probably later in the season? I don't have faith in the showrunners that this is a real thing that we're going to see to fruition. I think that this is a dream sequence. We're going to someone's going to wake up from some concussion or coma or something. That's some my people thing. think the whole series is a dream. Rick's still in a coma. This is not Lost, all right? We're not going to You didn't even watch Lost was not a dream. I didn't, Why but do I like still to think make, Lost was like, like some sort make, of uh, pop culture references that I have absolutely no idea uh, about. Uh, Lost was clear. So Lost is not a dream. It was my dream. Maybe. It was my dream. dream Maybe. Show. Debatable. Um, <laughs> I think, so I'm on the opposite end. I actually think this is real. I think we're going to get a time jump. It makes sense to me. And I also want a time jump. So maybe this is wishful thinking. I'm like right there with you. That'd be great. Let's have a change of friggin' pace. But. You know, you get some characters updated. Obviously, we would have a new Judith. Maybe a new Carl. Coral. I could go for a new Carl. That haircut. But I think I think that they could use a time jump. I could see them using these visions or sequences throughout the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. And in the end, uh, coming up with something clever as we move this series forward, it does present challenges. You have Rick looking like, you know, a senior citizen. You have all the characters <laughs> looking like this. Daryl, Michonne. Like, how do you age up everyone else? It might be weird. Yeah. I don't know, but... I mean, Michonne could just wear, uh, what's his name? King... Uh... What's his Ezekiel's wig? wig? Yeah. I, well, I also think too that uh, it's a clever device to use because it keeps it gives you something keep keeps people guessing. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. You know, was it the premiere of last season or, or two seasons ago where we had that black and white? I believe it was two seasons. Yeah, ago. that was cool. You know, it's kind of what's going on. Then you catch on, and it's just a good way of storytelling. Walking Dead sometimes gets too clever in the way they're telling stories and it drives me insane or yeah i don't know clever would be the word i would use but yeah i, I know what you mean. maybe they think they're smarter than they are you know there's a lot of things that haven't pinned out you look at look back at beth's storyline at the hospital a lot of character building for nothing for nothing a shock value of a bullet in the head yeah uh so you know i let's let's look ahead here at uh season eight all out war people are gonna die great um who Let's stay there. Who do you think's the next person? No one, no major deaths in the premiere, which was somewhat surprising. But who do you think's that next person? But that would have just been too much. I mean, you Could know, it be obvious if they had done that as well. Right. Um, well, here's who's out. Rick's out. Carl's out. Daryl's out. Safe out. People that are safe. Yeah. Okay. These guys are safe. Okay. Um, Morgan safe. I mean, I would, I would love to see. Uh, Rosita, like I said. Leave Rosita um, alone. <laughs> Gregory should probably die, but I don't know if that's a huge shock value. I think everybody would kind of cheer for that. I don't think Morgan's as safe as you um, think. I don't like anybody in a trailer saying, I don't die. What about Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. You know, um, Well, the, guy, the thing with Aaron. Aaron is, in the comic book, you know, in the trailer, we've both seen the trailer, so we're not going to, you know, in the trailer, 
Aaron at a certain point is covered in blood. Right. Um, I, Eric, he still has a boyfriend we haven't seen in a while. I thought he was dead. No, I think he's he, he's going to die soon. And right. that's going to kind of Why not? give Aaron more of a story. So Aaron's probably safe. One of those guys was dead. Somebody, you know, Gregory's got to go. Shiva, we still got the tiger. Well. costing a lot of money to produce. If they follow the uh, the comics, Shiva goes the way of the dodo. So. I would love uh, to keep the tiger around for a long time. I mean, they could draw this war out for two seasons. Supposedly, Wouldn't they're going to keep it. Supposedly, they're going to keep it to season eight. We have to see how that plays out because, again, we have. But like, the first half of season eight or. The First whole season eight. Half. Okay. 16 episodes. Because, you know, like, it feels like it's it's two miniseries in and We do itself. have the old man Rick thing going on, and we don't know where that plays right. into things going into season nine, and a lot of people, comic book fans, are already looking ahead to the whispers. I also have a feeling that this could be the only time that we see this, and then the, it, it might, like, old man Rick might oh, come it'll at, jump. The, like, at the end of the season. On the mid-season, season right. eight, we get a little more old man Rick. Yeah. yeah, it would be a little overkill to keep doing it every episode right. and not reveal what it is. Right. It'd also be hard not to spoil what it is. Uh, okay, so speaking of the show, thinking it's too smart for its own good, character mm-hmm. building, slowing things down, we're not a Fear the Walking Dead podcast because <laughs> we don't like Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> and a lot of people have bailed on Fear the Walking Dead, which the ratings indicate. So I know, we wanted to give it a chance. At this point, a small percentage of people who watch The Walking Dead actually watch Fear the Walking Dead, but the show is looking to throw a curveball at us as they have announced and confirmed there will be a crossover episode. They have not said which show the crossover will take place on, which character, how it will happen. But for those of you who still watch Fear the Walking Dead, you know there was some teasing in the recent season finale of Move to Texas. And we know that if there's a character on The Walking Dead who was in Texas before all this went down, it is Abraham. Yes. So a lot of people have speculated that Michael Cutlass, the actor that plays Abraham, will show up again on Fear the Walking Dead. Maybe he's related to Madison. Maybe he's just a guy that the group runs into. What do you Maybe think? Maybe he kills Madison. Stop. <sighs> you can't kill the main... Look, it. she's her. their version of Rick. I'd start watching the show again if she was gone. No, the show would be over. Well, then I guess I would be fine either way. <laughs> we, I think we both I think we both agree that the crossover has to happen on Fear the Walking Dead. Absolutely. It's I mean, the there's no need for it on yeah. The Walking Dead. And plus, Fear the Walking Dead has to catch up to the early parts of The Walking Dead. Right. They're like, what, five, ten years ahead of no, that's, Fear the Walking that's Dead? No, that's the biggest jump I've ever heard. Oh, well, they've been, they've yeah, maybe. been in the zombie apocalypse maybe. for a Someone's while. Someone's done the math online. Well, there's... actually, Judith is only like, what, yeah. <laughs> two years old still? Carl's going to college. That's why I went college. Carl's growing whiskers. shot through a deer, like, you know, <laughs> growing whiskers. Uh, so what do you think of the crossover? Does I it excite you to yeah. see Abraham again? Because I mean, he got, his death, he got a little shortchanged. He certainly did. They didn't even need to kill him. I think that was just shock value. I think uh, maybe they needed to cut their budget. I don't know. <laughs> um, I really what? enjoyed Abraham. I I did too. I like too that I he liked, was a lighter character, and he was always true to the comic book, like mm-hmm. his personality, the way he acted. Where's Deanna? Or who's Deanna? Yeah. Or you know, it's great. Mother Dick. These things. That's so good. Uh, he, he was true to that character, and I like that. I like yeah. that early about The Walking Dead, where you had Glenn still dressed as a pizza boy, right. and Rick still in his sheriff's outfit. 
Um, it'd be cool. I, I don't know if it can save the Fear the, Fear the Walking Dead. It could get them some ratings, though. I would watch. The entire show has shifted from... I thought, you when you do a spinoff, I thought it was going to be more of a traditional spinoff. We at least get a character. Right. Um, they would stay in one place. Now they're just moving everywhere. Mexico, <laughs> Texas, wherever the hell they are now. You know, it, it, it sort of took on a, a strange life of its own, and now they're at a camp. Yeah. And they all um, continue to make asinine decisions, but survive somehow, which is just... You know what I find interesting, and this is maybe something for a longer discussion, this idea in The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead that it's separate from our reality in the sense that we've all watched zombie movies. Right. So while it might take them a couple episodes, maybe ten, <laughs> to realize <laughs> that you have to shoot zombies in the head... Uh, That's something that doesn't exist. We would know immediately. Right. right? Like if the, the zombie apocalypse <clears throat> started tomorrow... We'd be like, okay. Popping people in the head. Right. It's just real quick. Right. It Let's would, make a spear. Yes. Um, but they don't, they don't know this. Right. I mean, walkers are new... I guess it adds an interesting dynamic. It's a discussion. It's like it's interesting. They can yeah. talk about this in college courses. Sure. No one has seen Night of the Living Dead. Teach that class. Rick has never seen Night of the Living Dead. No. And he's he never seen will. 28 Days Later. He's, he hasn't seen these. He's lucky because those, those ones are fast. Run. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants level. to be. They're going everywhere. That's the that's the zombie apocalypse. I don't want to survive. No. Is there something you would like to see, you know, heading back to, forget Fear the Walking Dead. Abraham, please show up in Fear the Walking Dead. Please come back please. to life uh, on you. The Walking Dead. Uh, is there something you want to see on season eight? Um, I would like to see, I mean, just more of the same, more action. I like it when it's action driven. I, I hate these, like, romance plot lines. I hate the, like you know, in-depth storytelling of... I, I don't like... What do you like? I, I just, so you don't like television, is what you're telling me. <laughs> no, but like, the whole... Uh, the Was it last season or the season before where Michonne and Rick hooked up? Last season. Yeah. That just made me really uncomfortable. Like, let's just imply that and, like, move on. No, all right? You can't I don't listen. need you kissing in bed all naked, making me uncomfortable. You guys are brothers and sisters. You're not brother. I like the romance, all right? It felt so wrong. Why? Because she taken out an Andrea role, obviously from the comic. Clearly, book. but uh, it just, I, you know, it just didn't feel right. And so, if we could just skip that, and we'll just stick to that. That's like... actually happened. So we're not <laughs> skipping that. They had sex. Let's not have any more. They're having more sex. They're not breaking up. It doesn't really. It doesn't really help anyone to break up during a zombie no. apocalypse. Once you're in it, like Abraham leaving Rosita. <laughs> Like he could have, he could have said something when he left Rosita. What did he say to her when I when I met you? I thought you were the last woman on earth. Yeah. There you go. Basically, yeah. I just said to you, I didn't really like you. You were just the only, you know, yeah, hookup sure. within arms reach. He's hot though. Also, in real life, the character who plays Abraham, our actor Michael Cutlass, he was on Beverly Hills 90210. It's something I've not <laughs> forgot. The original, not the remake. We're not sure if Rosita was even born yet. <laughs> she wasn't. He's double her age in real life. Anyway, I just, like, enough of that. Like, I don't care if people are going to, if there are going to be implied relationships, but it just doesn't help the show enough. Okay, so we know what you don't want to see. It's <laughs> I want to see killing you don't want and anything action to happen. and explosion. You don't want any story, basically. I just want... You just want to see the premiere over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Machine guns, clips loaded. I do it. Oh, we didn't even talk about Eugene. That jerk. So you want to see more of Eugene? Less of Eugene? No, I want him to die for uh, that. He's he's actually I like his storyline. You know, he's Negan. 
Um, Dwight's kind of moved away from Negan's sidekick. Negan oh, yeah. doesn't know this yet. He's this double agent who's exchanging notes. I know. With Daryl and coordinating this attack. But you're right, Eugene, where we left off, was now firmly with the Saviors. Boy, yeah, I don't like Eugene. I never no. liked Eugene. No. I mean, he's, I think he's good for the show, but... Uh, it's a good story to tell. He's, you know, where yeah. you have characters who don't have interesting stories to tell, Eugene has an interesting story. What I would like to see on season eight is more walkers. Obviously, in the Definitely. premiere, we got a lot of walkers. We went a few episodes, mm-hmm. you know, in season seven, even season six, where... We weren't getting walkers, the yeah. basis for this show. Yeah, we need definitely need more walkers. Just to like have just one scene per show where somebody's out there just, you know, slaying. Slaying, okay. Slaying. Uh, we <laughs> might get that, you know. So, okay, uh, as, we, as we close out here, I think the season 8 premiere accomplished what, its main goal. We're excited for the next episode. Oh, yeah. We're excited for the future. We're excited for old man Rick. I'm excited for more action. Not... Between Rick and Michonne, <laughs> but between the uh, basically, I, what I've noticed Alexandria. here is that if there is a zombie apocalypse, I'm not getting any. That's basically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, but like, as long as Eugene isn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, I want to thank you for stopping by. You know, because hey, it's tough. You come to the podcast, you risk your life. <laughs> um, thank you for being my first guest, and, and you want you want to let people know. Um, you'll probably stop by again at some point. But next week we have the people behind the Spoiling Dead fan page. I cannot wait. On Facebook, and they also have their for, their online forum. They are responsible for every spoiler that comes about in The Walking Dead. They have a huge following. We'll talk to them about the spoiler culture, how it hasn't really affected the show. It's actually made them very popular. Mm-hmm. They have spies, sort of, people who I are I like to know set. what's coming at me, so these guys are my You're not alone. These so we're gonna we're going to talk to them about you know, how they got started in this, what they think of the series, mm-hmm. and uh, what they think of knowing everything before it happens. I love it. All right. And again, you can check out more of our content, cleveland.com backslash walking hyphen dead, all of our coverage of the show. Um, and tune in next week for the Spoiling Dead fans. This is the Stalking Dead podcast. And we'll see you next time when you risk your life. <laughs> <laughs>